Hey guys, welcome to the Journey of Ruth Discipleship Podcast, where we encourage listeners to love Jesus, study his word, and reach others. I'm your host, Courtney Lohman. Well, Halloween is over, so that means Thanksgiving is on its way, and it's time to begin prep for Advent. Here at the Journey of Ruth, we think that Advent should be fun, especially if you're hoping to get the whole family involved. In this episode, Leanne Reynolds and I share resources and ideas to help your family celebrate this Advent season. Now, I can hear some of you saying, Courtney, slow down. We're not even to Thanksgiving. Don't skip to Christmas. Well, the reason why this episode is so early is to make sure that you have time to order the items you love from this list and be ready for the beginning of Advent. Now, let me ask, are you signed up for the Inside Look yet? If you are, you already know what's coming. And I hope you're as excited as I am. The Inside Look is our monthly newsletter where we let you know what's happening with the podcast. We start each month with a short devotional. Then we pack the rest with important information for you, the listeners. When we need listener input for a future podcast, the questions and submission information are in the Inside Look. When we have an upcoming Patreon chat, information is in the Inside Look. But more importantly, the Inside Look is the first place other than Patreon, that you will see information on our upcoming exciting news. So if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet, make today the day. Head over to journeyofruth.com slash newsletter and sign up so you don't miss any of the exciting things coming in the Journey of Ruth community. Now put on your Christmas hats because here we go. Welcome to a special episode of the Journey of Ruth podcast, uh, partially because, well, we've got a different setup, and I have a co-host here with me, and it's Christmas! Merry Yay. Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, we have set up a little, um, a little set here because we are so excited to share with you some Advent resources for you and your family in our episode today. So we couldn't do it without Christmas mugs full of Christmas tea, not caffeinated, caffeinated with a lot of sugar. It's just how things go. <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get started, I want to introduce to you Leanne Reynolds, my dear, dear friend, uh, if you listened to last episode when I talked about my friends that uh, took me out to dinner and or I took them out to dinner and asked them some questions and they just basically set me straight, made me go, why did I ask you to dinner again? <laughs> she was one of those. <laughs> so <laughs> here you are. Uh, thank you for joining me today and doing this. You, you did so much research for this. You helped create some stuff. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I am... A stay-at-home mom currently. I have three beautiful kids and also what I do is I help my husband who is an entrepreneur um, with his big ideas. He's always got fun new dream ideas. A lot of them. A lot of them Uh (laughs) Um, but I'm more administrative than he is and so a lot of what I do is help make his dreams happen. We get from point A to point B. I do his books. I do the administrative pieces of all of that and it's a lot of fun. I kind of like to see where the next thing goes so Mm -hmm. that's part of what I do and then also my other passion is discipleship like you. Um, I love weird. I know. <laughs> I love mentoring, especially college age young adult girls. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing them into my home, sharing meals, sharing life, um, and sharing the gospel, sharing scripture with them, and just helping them grow in their faith. And so that's a lot of who I am in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So Leanne has always been very kind and gracious with her home. And she is, um, she had a home before we were all married with like what, five rooms? Yes. And so she had many (laughs) girls come and live with her. And the joke was, if you want to get married, you move into Leanne's house and then you'll meet a guy and then you'll get married. So my mom once suggested that I move into her house. Right. It happened a lot. (laughs) I told mom, I was like, that's a little rude. <laughs> she I, was ready. She was ready. She was ready. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I never lived with you, but no. spent a lot of time at that home. Yes. So, <laughs> well, we are here today because um, Advent season is coming and we are both big fans of Christmas. And um, one of the things that we, in, in the fact that we both feel called to discipleship, the place where both of us have the blessing of, of enacting our passion for discipleship is in our home. And I think we've really talked on the podcast quite a bit about discipleship in the home, discipling our children and what that looks like. Well, I think Advent is a great time to put this into play. And I also believe that if you don't have a regular Bible reading time as a family, a, a family prayer time, whatever it might be, Advent is a perfect time to start that because it's 25 days that you're committing to and you're not even going to go it, go into it alone and unsure. Our goal tonight is to hopefully send you away with several ideas of, you know, possibilities for you and your family to use Um, programs, some that are like totally set up. And you, you don't have to do anything except open the book and do what it says. And then for those of you that are planners and you like arts and crafts and being creative, we've got something for you too. So whatever your specialties are, whatever your gifts are, we've got something that can help you engage your family in remembering that the purpose of Christmas is the Christ child. The reason that we celebrate Christmas is that is the time when Christ came, was born so that he could die for our sins. Amen. Yeah. So we have here the Advent wreath, and you're going to be seeing this quite a bit. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Before I do, Leanne, can you tell me, did you grow up with Advent or was this something you picked up later on in life? You know, I did. We went to a really traditional church when I was growing up. And so mm-hmm. the Advent wreath was something that we're really familiar with. We did it at church. We would make little craft like Play-Doh versions of it that we'd take home with like birthday candles stuck in it. Um, and so we would do it at home. They would send home all the readings. And so we would do it together as a family at home. And then um, we did the, the classic paper chain, which I'm going to okay. talk about a little bit later, um, is one where you, you link chains and then you tear off one each day as a way to count down until Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So um, just those little kid kind of visual things, but it didn't really go much beyond that. It was mostly based at church, and then we do a, a few things here or there, but yeah. that was that was really all we did as a family. See, my parents kept Christ definitely at the center of Christmas. Uh, we still um, got gifts from Santa and uh, <laughs> we still participated in other cultural um, uh, traditions. So please understand that, that anything that we're suggesting, we're not saying that you must step away from cultural traditions. I think they can go hand in hand. That's what I, that's mm-hmm. what we do in our home. That's what my parents did with us. But um, they, we always, we would do, we'd hear the word Advent at church on Sundays. So we would light a candle each Sunday. Um, 
and then in the home we had a just a calendar that mm-hmm. we would pull like a a little by the end of Christmas there was a full manger scene on this side and then a full decorated Christmas tree. Oh, that's cute. And I really liked it because it literally combined the two. Yeah. You know, you had Christmas tree mm-hmm. and like the presents and the ornaments and then over here you had the manger scene. And on August, on August, we are not in August, December 25th, <laughs> uh, you would pull out baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in um, the most Christ-like ways, we always fought over who got to pull out baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. So every year my dad had to count back because there were three of us and figure out who should start so that it was a different person each year that got to pull baby Jesus Good out for your on dad. He was committed to he was. keeping the fights down. <laughs> keeping the peace. Nope. Right. You you got to pull out Jesus last week or last year. It's your brother's turn. So uh, that's what we did. And and it reminded us of like Christ being in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, having fun and keeping some of those cultural traditions alive. So one of the things that we have here on our table is the Advent wreath. Now, I created this one with stuff from the dollar store. And because um, we don't have one in our home. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to do this with my boys. I don't know that I'm going to stick with this. Because this white stuff makes a huge mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that fake snow covered greenery will will do that. I know. It's really <laughs> it's pretty, so but it makes a huge mess. But um, basically what I did is I created a wreath um, out of pine garland. And then I placed some white flowers among that, um, white snow branches. And then I put five little candle holders. Now... Advent wreaths will look different um, depending on your tradition or depending on where you get them from. Uh, Sometimes they will have four candles and sometimes they will have five. Mm -hmm. Um, Traditionally, the candles actually have colors. The um, you'll have for week one, two and four, they will be purple or blue, depending on if you're Protestant tradition or Catholic tradition. Yep. And then week three will be a pink candle. And that is the joy week. That's where the Advent switches from uh, remembrance of prophecy and and what's been promised to the joy of what is or who is coming, right? So is in that third week. And then some Advent wreaths include a fifth candle that's lit either on Christmas Day or on Christmas Eve, and that is the Jesus candle. So it will depend on your tradition. Um, It will depend on where you buy it from. Mm-hmm. Or if you create your own, and there are some really cute Advent wreaths online as far as pictures. Did you see any that you liked? I did. Some of them were not even a wreath. It was just a straight line, and they had put these beautiful mason jars with each word on the jar. So they had the mm. hope, joy, love, peace on the jars, and it was just really striking. It looked really cute in farmhouse. So again, there's there's really no wrong way to do it. I right. think, again, it's, it's just remembering what each one represents and really reading the scripture and talking about what that means. Um, I've seen also at, at churches where families come up and, and share different things, like not just do a reading, but yeah. they actually together, you know, talk about this is what peace means. And these are verses that connect to it. And this is the time of year when we can, you know, everyone wants silent night and they want peace. And so anyway, it's, it's a neat tradition and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad we're covering it because I, I think it can be really meaningful and it can be one of those that has been going on for so long that, you know, it, there's some nostalgia there too as, yeah. you know, you're going through it. Yeah. So even if you have not grown up with an Advent wreath, it's a great thing to start and you mm-hmm. don't have to get fancy and you don't have to buy an expensive right. version online. Correct. Um, so <laughs> we are going to jump into our resources. Um, do you want to, um, talk about, 
what are some of the things that we considered when we were um, choosing these or that you were considering when you were choosing these? Um, I think you mentioned it already. We wanted to make sure that these resources really did point to Christ, right? There's mm-hmm. lots of fun. There's lots of hype in this season. And we wanted to make sure that we didn't forget or lose sight of you know, the anticipation of his coming. I mean, this is the greatest gift that God has given to us as his son born as a baby who is yeah. going to grow up and usher in the kingdom and then eventually die for sin and rise again. It's, it's a beautiful story and this is just the start of it. And mm-hmm. so I think part of it was we wanted to make sure that we incorporated different elements of this about worship and about celebration and joy and about waiting and about fun and about peace and about rest, yeah. right? That's the one I think we forget when we're talking about this kind of season. But so anyway, those were things that we all, at least me personally, looked for mm-hmm. in these um, that incorporated some of these elements. Yeah. So. We also looked for um, various levels of preparation. Yes. Because we understand that some people are like, yes, I want to do all the creativity. I want to create all the things. And some people are like, I want to create nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at different price points. We've got free resources. We've got books you can purchase. Um, and then we looked for different age, uh, age groups. Right. Because every, every family is going to look different, mm-hmm. right? You might have just little guys, you might have teenagers, and that's an important consideration because your family's going to grow and change. And so we wanted to also kind of present a spectrum of ideas for you. If you've yeah. got different kids of different ages, or if you're just getting started and you want to continue some of these for years. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that would be my hope is that maybe you guys will find something that your family loves so much that they can't wait to do it every year because I know for us the the calendar that I I was made by my grandmother mm-hmm. we couldn't wait so much so that mm. we'd fight over it every year right right um that's our hope is that you're going to find a good family tradition uh so we're going to dive right in you ready yeah I'm excited okay go. <laughs> <laughs> so our first one is actually a um so it's not going to cover all 25 days Every resource except this one is going to take you 25 days to get through. This one actually starts on December 14th. And really the reason is just because of what it's going to create. These are cards designed by speaker and artist Casey Hilty. And um, she sells them on her website. But they are prints of hand-painted cards. I'm going to... And so what we're doing here is we're just spreading out. It's a, a piece of burlap string and uh, with clothespins. So we were talking about the farmhouse Christmas. Right. <laughs> it's trendy right now. Yeah. Um, but basically, y- you have these little wreaths with the date that you are supposed to turn um, the card. And then when it is that day, so we'll turn December 25th, you just take the card, unclip it, turn it around, and reclip it. And so you'll see here um, on, of course, the 25th, it's baby Jesus, the Messiah. But also there, it's a a beautifully hand-painted picture of Jesus in the manger. But then there is also a verse to be read. And your family can read the verse and then talk about it. When you display the whole thing, I'm going to switch sides with you, Leanne. Mm -hmm. What you see is actually a full, um, oh my gosh, I switched them. Uh, (laughs) That's all right. Uh, you see a full um, Advent nativity scene. 
and it's beautifully painted. It's got all of the verses that you can review. And um, so it really becomes like a keepsake or a decoration. Um, if you decide that you don't want to use this as your Advent activity the next year, you can just put it up as a nativity decoration. Um, I, we're going to go ahead and put that down. I cannot put uh, stockings over my um, fireplace because I'm afraid they're going to catch on fire. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I don't know if they are, but <laughs> I'm not going to. So I think that this Advent Nativity is perfect because you can hang it high enough um, over your mantle mm -hmm. that it wouldn't be any fire hazard um, like stockings are in my opinion so this is available on her website it's uh, $39.99 and actually if you use the code Courtney Peppermint so that's my name Courtney Peppermint you get five dollars off um, of this nice. she does admit that you need to order they look very specifically at the dates because she gives very specific dates saying hey if you don't order by this date you won't have it in time so and that's really why we're doing this so early <laughs> the beginning of November. Mm -hmm. We want you guys to be able to get your resource and have it in time to start December 1st. Now right. her starts December 14th, but really look at those dates. So um, that is our first nativity scene. Hi, I'm Valerie Pierce. And I'm Courtney Lohman. And we are the creators of the Bible Journal for Busy Women. Have you ever heard it said that women's brains are like spaghetti and men's brains are like waffles? It's hard for us as women to separate out the different areas of our life, and our brain contains everything all in one space. But then it can be hard when we ask our brains to concentrate on just one thing, like our Bible study time. Have you ever been sitting down to read your Bible and right about the time you read your second verse, that pesky to-do list starts popping up in your head? That bill you need to pay, an errand you need to run, the birthday party coming up, the shopping list, etc. Your brain begins to think about everything except that Bible that's open right in front of you. It was a moment like this which led to the creation of the Bible Journal for Busy Women. What if there was one space where your Bible study reflection, your scripture meditation, your daily to-do list, and your weekly and monthly goals could live seamlessly together on one page? inside of a beautiful Bible journal that's small enough for you to take on the go. Those that have used the Bible journal for busy women have found that the setup is super helpful. Anything that pops up in their head, they just drop it onto the left side of the page in that to-do list, which allows them to quickly return back to their time with God, knowing that that list is gonna be there when they're done. This ensures that nothing pops into your head that gets forgotten or dropped. The Bible Journal for Busy Women is available now for pre-order at both journeyofruth.com and kindredandco.com. Order one for yourself, and this would make a great gift for the busy women in your life. What a blessing it is to be able to set the busyness aside and give our full hearts and focus to the Lord. Be sure to order yours today. All right. Um, so mine, I alluded to it before, um, is... The classic paper chain, but with a twist. Yeah. So this one comes from um, a blog that's called Not Consumed Ministries. It's actually a ministry. It's not just mm. a blog. They actually have like paid resources and she does all different kinds of like Bible studies for kids and homeschooling materials. So it's really good. So some of those you pay for and you can order books and things, but this resource was actually free okay. um, with an email sign up. So if you sign up, I don't even think it's a newsletter. I think it's just a you just log in and she welcomes you and gives you the free download. So cool. anyway, but what this is, it's, it's the paper chain. Um, I'm going to have 
Courtney, hold it up here. Yep, absolutely. Um, but what I liked about this was it wasn't just the paper rings you tear off. On the inside is actually some Bible verses so that you can read every day. So if you start with this one, you tear it off and you open it up. And then it will tell you on December 1st, you read John 1, 1 through 5. Mm, All right. Okay. So this is great, right? We talk about different ages for different kids. Little guys love just tearing these off. But if you have older kids who can read or who can take turns with that kind of stuff, they can read the reference for you. They can actually find it for you in the Bible and they can read it together. What is also great about this, um, it's printable, so you can put it together yourself, right? Mm, so okay. it's, it's you download it and it comes out in a paper like this right here, where it's just all the verses. And then what she suggests you do is you glue a piece of craft paper or some wrapping paper on the back so you have this pretty look when it, it hangs up like this. Um, That's awesome. And it comes with this. And also, in case you have, like, your four-year-old helping you and they don't all get an order, ah, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. December is all over the place. She has this handy calendar that comes with it also, so it tells you what day you're on and then what the verses you're supposed to be reading. And so if they get mixed up, it's okay. You're not completely derailed. You're not off track. You can go back and, and get the ones you missed. Um, and you're not having to search inside each one to correct, find the right, right date. to try to like <laughs> rotate them around to see where they are. Um, but again, it's it's great for all different ages. And I, I love that it's also kind of a quick thing, right? Some of these take a little bit of time. But if you don't have a lot of time, if you've got school and work and other activities you're doing, this paper chain is great. You just hang it up on the wall and you could do it before school. You could do it at dinner. You could do it at bedtime. And so you're still getting in that time of, you know, this is a routine we're establishing. Where we're reading the word every day but it doesn't have to be this really long drawn out thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And good. your daughter helped you make this. Didn't she, she did. My six year old loves crafts. <laughs> and so she was very excited when she saw we were putting this all together. So that's the other part too, is it's fun, like arts and crafts time as you're getting it ready. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely. And I do like the suggestions that you gave there that this advent time does not have to be like right before bed or, you know, by candlelight. Right. It could literally be, you can set your advent wreath in the middle of your table and you light the candle and then you do whatever your activity is, your mm -hmm. discussion activity is while you're having dinner. Um, I know at our family table that would save me from all of the science and math discussions that happen at my table. And I just sit back and go, wow, how did this happen? But <laughs> they have a blast. My boys and my mm -hmm. husband do. And But this is a way that you can use that time if you wanted to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, the next Advent uh, is a or activity is actually devotional. And this is brand new. This is the Family Advent Devotional from Lauren and Matt Chandler. They did this together. And um, they have four weeks and they've chosen the themes of hope, peace, love and joy. One of the things you're going to find as you're looking through resources is that names are given to the four <clears throat> candles other than the Christ candle. And they're not always the same. To be honest, uh, I was really confused by that at first. But as I did more research, what I found out was um, there are different traditions that use the candles in different ways. Uh, the Catholic tradition actually has three sets. So they, they uh, the liturgy um, goes through every three years, I believe. Correct. And yeah, so mm -hmm. basically you're not getting the same uh, Advent liturgy until three years later yes um so that's why it was confusing to me because i'm like okay but these aren't the same verses these aren't the same names 
Well, it's done on purpose. Um, some people use uh, the simple words and some people use the characters. So they have used in the words, they have used the words, excuse me. Um, on day one, they give you a QR code and the QR code accesses a video that Matt and Lauren Chandler have put together that you can watch as a family. So that's on Sunday night when you light your candle and there's a reading. But we talked about reaching those older kids, and this is one of the resources that does that. So um, over here on the questions, they have uh, kids questions, and then they've got teen and adult questions. So even if you are don't have children, and um, you and your spouse would like to do this, or you and your roommates would like to do this, there are questions that you guys can go through along with a prayer prompt. Um, and there is one for every day of December. In the very back, they end it with family activities. So they for each of the weeks, um, they give you some ideas like going to see Christmas lights, doing special something special together. Um, they give you a hymn that you can sing each night, uh, like which is fun. That. Yeah, That's pretty unique. So like the first week is come thou long expected Jesus. And thank you, YouTube, if you aren't singers, right? You can listen <laughs> to it on YouTube as a family. And then they've got additional activities like create an advent wreath. If you don't have one, create one as a family. Uh, create a nativity scene to use throughout the weeks. Um, so they give a great list of activities for the family at the end. Um, this is brand new from Lifeway. And Lifeway has actually provided a free copy for us to give away. Fantastic. So we will be talking more at the end about how you can uh, get yourself into that drawing um, to get a couple of the resources that we're going to show you here tonight. Uh, so stick around for that. All right. Well, the next one I want to talk about, I'm pretty excited about yeah. because this was kind of started as one thing and then it morphed into something else. And it was, it was really morphed fun. is a good word for it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, was, it was a few steps, but um, one of the things I was researching was these family fun activity lists, right? And there's so many of them. And we were reading through so many different blogs that just said, here's all these crazy fun ideas. And some of them were like hundreds long. And some of them, it was just, it was a lot to sift through, but I could see, right. It was just a brainstorm session of here's all the possible ideas you could do with your family just for fun for the season. Mm -hmm. And so one I came across was like a gem and it kind of got me going in this different direction was it had this list and it was pretty simple, but every single um, item on there was connected with a verse. And so it wasn't necessarily like Advent readings, right? Where I was talking about like Jesus coming and the prophecy and like Luke 2, or we're talking about the Christmas story, but it was actually just connecting it to kind of normal day-to-day Christian things, mm. like things that we're called to just practice because we know Jesus and we want to walk with him, right? That discipleship piece we really yeah. love. And so it was things like one of the ones that I, I liked, it was just make a list of family blessings together. Mm. And then it connected it with James one seventeen and it talked about how every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights with whom yeah. there's no variation or shifting shadow, right? And so I was like, oh, that's so cool because it's like that application right there, right? And I think sometimes we have a disconnect where we just read the scripture and we don't apply it right there and there's so many things that we can do like that so this started me on this journey of okay right fun things but fun things with an intentional purpose right and so the name of the site if you want to go look at this list um it was at home with kids was the name of the blog um just at homewithkids.com and it's just the advent calendar um to teach kids about christmas it's just okay. a short list so if you want to go check it out for yourself and kind of see what i'm talking about but where this went after that was I was talking to Courtney about this and these other lists. And so we thought, well, what if, what if 
we combined some of our favorite ideas from these lists we were seeing and made one of our own for Journey of Ruth. Yeah. And so that spawned, okay, great. So she and I brainstormed a little bit. We took some of our favorites. We made some of our own. And we created for you guys a list that you can download on the website, Mm -hmm. journeyofruth.com. Just 30 Advent activities for you and your family. Yes. Right? Yeah. So the idea being, you can kind of choose your own adventure. Or if you want, (laughs) we created one also on a calendar for you. Yeah. Um, So these two I wanted to show you. So we have this calendar that we created also that you can download. And this one's the filled out one. So it takes ideas, 30 ideas from our list, but not as not all of them, right? So you can kind of pick and choose what you want. But this plugs them in and then also has on the Sundays, the Advent Sundays, the readings for the candles. So we incorporated our wreath as well. So if you like a good roadmap, you don't want to put too much thought into it, you can download this one. Or we have a blank one yeah. that you could fill in yourself with ideas from our list or your own ideas because we recognize too, we were talking about how every family is different and everyone already has traditions and commitments and things that we can and can't do because we're, you know, we only have so much time. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense to go do some maybe big event, some charity event on a Saturday, right? Where you yeah. can go deliver toys to like a children's hospital or a foster home, right? Which might not be possible on like a Wednesday night in the middle of the week mm-hmm. where you could pick another activity like let's have a Christmas dance party or let's drink hot chocolate outside under the stars, right? Those are different things you could still use intentionally, right? As fun things, because we talked about that. It's one of the elements we want to incorporate, right? Is, yeah. is fun. God is honored when we have fun, right? In his name. And this way you could tailor it mm-hmm. so you could still get all of those things. Yep but not be overwhelmed. So the list that we created also has just a variety of things. Some of them are just pure fun like that. Christmas dance party. Some of them are service oriented. Some of them are food oriented because we like Christmas food, Uh right? So do my kids. (laughs) So hot chocolate, baking a birthday cake for Jesus, those different kinds of things that you can, again, it's still family togetherness time, but you can incorporate some of the other traditions in those. So we're excited about this. Um, Again, it's on the website. It's free, right? For you guys to download. You guys just can go and click and download it and it's yours. So it'll be a part of the show notes. It'll be at the top. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you can go to journeyruth.com and just click on um, the the show Mm -hmm. and then you'll see. And actually, we're going to have this list right there on the front of the page like when you go to our homepage, you will see um see list of family advent activities and then there will also be right there on the homepage the opportunity to put your information in for uh, the drawing as well excellent um so you can click there and get right to this free activity uh leanne very graciously used the word we um (laughs) I mean, okay, I did send her some stuff in an email, but anything about making it look pretty, totally her. Um, it's an administrative thing. Again, it's right? an administrative I, thing. I, I thrive on it. So this is why we're <laughs> friends. Uh, I've said so many times, I feel like God has blessed me with her as a friend because um, our gifts really like compliment each other. Yes. And this was one case where I, I was like, oh, a list would be great. And she's like, and then I could. And then I could. I was like, Really? Like, yeah, I'll, you make, it, I'll make it really pretty for you. She's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Like, and then she ahead. kept sending me things, and I'm like, that really is pretty. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, welcome. absolutely. <laughs> hey, listeners, you know how grateful I am that you guys take time out of your life to listen to the podcast. 
You all have been so supportive with your messages and encouragement during my sabbatical. Now that we're back, you have a chance to support the podcast financially. Producing the podcast requires paying hosting fees, maintaining recording equipment, and sometimes buying coffee for our guests. Patreon is where you become a contributing member of the podcast family and receive a couple perks. For just $5 a month, you can receive all episodes ad-free. And at $10 a month, you're now a podcast contributor. And not only are you going to get those ad-free episodes, but you're going to get exclusive access to our monthly Journey of Ruth coffee chats, where I get to know you as a listener and you can chat about your life and ideas for the podcast with me. So go check it out today. Just visit patreon.com slash journey of Ruth. So the next uh, resource that we have is a printable resource from the Baptist State Convention of North Carolina. And this was, I, I, in our family, we have something called a happy today when you just find something or someone gives you a gift that is for no purpose. And we're like, oh, I got a happy today. My happy today was, and uh, this was a happy today. I just really stumbled upon it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So like I said, this is a free printable from their website. And it is a family Advent devotional mm-hmm. that you can go through. And it is so colorful. Um, obviously, look at the front. But then as you know, you've got a bright orange front that says family or Advent family devotions. Um, you've got a great verse from Deuteronomy 6, verse 7, which says, repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And that verse is just a great reminder that this is how much we should be talking about uh, Jesus with our kids, right? Yes. You, you, you say, you look at those um, movement directions. They say, when you're in your house, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. So basically, that's every part of your day. That's your whole day. That's your whole day, right? <laughs> so we should be talking about um, Christ in all of our day. And then it has a, a really bright color, which it brings into each week. So we've got the hope and then um, f- for week one, and we've got the promise. Um, in each day, it has a short devotional thought, and then it has um, questions that are focused on younger children older children and teenagers. Perfect. Yes. So it's got one for, and it really does get deeper. You know, what is one way you can remember Jesus is the reason we celebrate Christmas. That's for the kid, for the younger child. Mm -hmm. But then when you get to be a teenager, think of three friends who do not have a relationship with Christ, write their names on a piece of paper and put the paper in a place where you will see it every day on your nightstand. Every time you see their names, ask the Lord to give you or someone else the opportunity to share the gospel with them. That's excellent. Which I love. So I feel like um, it is really well thought out. It is just kind of the uh, biblical piece, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I actually think this pairs really well with the Journey of Ruth Advent list Mm -hmm. because that is kind of those activities that are fun. And so you could easily use this free resource as a uh, biblical point in your day and then go to the journey of Ruth Avent list and get something fun to do that day. So combining the two, I think would be a great idea. That's great. Yeah. Excellent. What do you have? All next? right. So my, my last one hits a very specific age because I think it's important. Um, preschoolers. Ah, uh, yes. Right. We both have a couple right now. Uh-huh. We do. We've, 
have some older ones that were preschoolers, right? <laughs> we know this, it's a special age, right? It's it's an age where there's lots of learning and lots of activity. And if you are a stay-at-home mom or you're homeschool, you know keeping those little guys entertained all day long can take some doing, yes. right? Because their attention span's kind of short. And so switching up the activities is really good. And so this last resource I wanted to go over was, again, from another blog. I like mom blogs. They're great. Um, but this one is from one called Tales of Beauty for Ashes. And this one is a whole like curriculum for the whole month of December. Mm-hmm. Now, don't freak out when I say that word. It's not that involved, <laughs> right? If you're not a homeschool mom, don't freak out. Just basically what it does is it gives you five specific types of activities to do every day which means you don't have to do all of them but they're mm-hmm. great so it's it's everything from it's a bible reading yeah it's a family activity it's a craft it's a book and then the last one i believe is a service project which is great That's right right applying that scripture like i talked about earlier it's mm-hmm. so good for them and it's so important for us too so and then there's a theme every day which is great so one of the themes was declaration okay so just a little snippet for you so the scripture reading was luke 210 the family activity was taking a walk to look at christmas lights the service was to write a thank you card to someone and the craft was a christmas bingo now this one also has some great printables and other links so some of these things that i'm listing you can click on and then they actually have the resource right there so you don't have to come up with a ton more okay um and then the last one was a book called the legend of the christmas stocking oh right so fun so this one again is going to take a different kind of prep because for things like one of the crafts is like play-doh i brought this up here right so i have this little play-doh and a christmas tree cutter and the idea was then you could cut out christmas trees and decorate them with pony beads or sequins or you have boys so like lego pieces lego pieces work (laughs) lego dots um so anyway, but those kind of things you'll need to collect on your own because, again, it's just an, kind of an idea farm. So you'll have to get those things and get them prepped and make sure you have books. So you need to go to the library or, yeah. you know, borrow from friends or different things like that. But again, if you have a preschooler and you're looking to, to really make that time very intentional for you and your kids, right, this is a great way to go through that for all of December. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I wanted to mention that one. So again, Tales of Beauty for Ashes, it's again, it's free. You just go click on that that website and you can find the the article that has all of those things in there. I did like that resource. It was a little overwhelming for me. I'll uh. be honest because <laughs> I thought, oh, that's so much planning. Because once again, I'm just not a planner. Uh, but what I thought was to bring it kind of down, you don't have to do all five oh, every all. day. No. So you could easily look at the list and say, okay, I think I have the space to do three of these each day. Mm-hmm. Um, because one is just the reading that you're going to be doing at bedtime anyway. Right. Um, and then we can pick two other ones that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and you that can would switch be good. them up, right? If yeah. you're not feeling the crafts every day, don't do the crafts every day, right? Uh-huh. Just, just do the family activity. Do, do one of the other things, right? Mm-hmm. So again, the idea behind all of this is you know your family, you know what's going to work best for them. And so just take all of these as resources and then go for it. And it can be hard with preschoolers to really help them understand like the depth of Christmas, Mm -hmm. that it's not just about gifts. It's not just about Christmas lights or um, hot chocolate. (laughs) And again, the beautiful thing about this one that I like is that each day has a theme and the themes are everything from like things in the Christmas story, like the angels or the shepherds, but some of them are like names of Jesus, like King of Kings and Prince Mm. of Peace. And so it really is trying to bring it all together. Like this is one thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you're right. Some of those bigger ideas are tough, but little kids understand babies. 
They -hmm. understand animals. They understand, you know, things that they can see and touch. And so maybe that's a way you incorporate some of those themes too. And you can just take the theme and run with it. If if Bethlehem's a fun idea, right? This town full of all these people who are there, you know, that traveled really far, go with that. See what you can do with that. So, Hmm. well, my last resource that I'm going to show is a book that I think will be really fun for young kids as well. Um, This is Unwrapping the Greatest Gift by Anne Voskamp. If you have never read anything by Anne Voskamp, she is actually a poet and um, does speaking and and writing as well of Bible studies. But um, she, her writing is very different. I find it a little that her like adults for books. I find it harder to read because I'm not so used to reading poetry, but my friends that like poetry and they like, um, uh, like words that flourish, figurative language, figurative language. Thank you. <laughs> someone See, I who can't. likes that stuff. Yes. <laughs> if you like figurative language, you're going to love Anne's boss camp, but this is written um, with the family in mind. And, um, so each day has a beautiful illustration. I'm really trying not to, if you want to see something funny, uh, make sure you watch the YouTube version of this and watch me try not to catch these books on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Advent race a little close Uh, to that. Um, but it has, it's fine. I'm going to bring this over to this side. Here we go. You're good. Um, so it has beautiful illustrations like this one here, uh, with the Campbells. And this week is all about counting the stars and it tells the story of Abraham. So basically this entire book tells the story of characters and activities that lead from the creation of earth all the way to Jesus. And we have to remember that that is what scripture is. It is one seamless story from Genesis to Revelation um, and that it is not just a whole bunch of books that are thrown together. And so this story is about Abraham and how he was promised to have generations that far outnumbered the number of stars in the sky. And so even as you're going along, it has this beautiful illustration of him looking at the stars. and then at the end, after you've read the illustrate or read the the story, then it has questions for your family to read, and it has the prayer prompts. Of course, when we get closer to the end, we have the picture of uh, or we get the story of Luke two, and we get the um, picture of the manger scene. And so, uh, the illustrator did a really great job in this book. Now, this book follows the Jesse tree tradition. And if you've never done that, basically it is a tree where you hang an ornament um, each day to represent the scripture that you're reading. And it, it can be an actual tree. It could be your Christmas tree if you wanted to. I have seen people do it on like a banister if you have stairs. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in Phoenix where there's not always stairs in a lot of right. homes, but um, and we don't have like, you know, basements or anything like that. No. So stairs aren't. Well, I guess in some I don't live in a house with stairs, so you could do it across um, your fireplace if you wanted to or across a shelf. But basically you add an ornament each night. And so. There are so many options that she has left for you in this. Uh, First of all, you can print out colorable ornaments. So if you have a budding artist or you... Like my six-year-old. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, And like my Mm -hmm. seven-year-old, they can color... You can print these out on cardstock and uh, they can color the ornaments and then hang them up on the tree. You can also print out full color ornaments. And um, there's both a front 
and a back. And so you can um, cut out the full color ornaments, which are a circle. And then on the back, it says like December 1st, out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot, the place where where love grows. Of course, the front is a picture, beautiful picture of a stump. Um, And you can glue those together. Or you could glue them on a wood disc ornament, which are everywhere. Uh, If you are like, I don't want to make anything and I don't want my kids to color anything, they have ornaments you can buy. They have felt ornaments that you can get on Amazon. They have wood ornaments you can get on Amazon. There are even um, plaster ones that are available on her website. Oh, wow. So we have linked all of that on the show notes, all the different versions of the ornaments. Mm -hmm. So you go from everywhere. By the way, I should mention that the colorable ornaments and the full color printouts are free. Oh, that's great. Free on her website. The book is $13.98 on Amazon. Which is great because it's a beautiful book. It really is a beautiful book. I mean, this book, this version that I'm using uh it actually belongs to a friend Mm -hmm. and she said she got it so that she can read it with her grandkids one day Hmm. she doesn't have grandkids yet but she was like i want that book (laughs) to read with my grandkids right um and so the other thing too is that they have these um ornaments that can be colored they have full page versions of this that you can use as a coloring sheet and so as i was thinking about this i thought wouldn't it be great because the stories are good Mm-hmm. But they might be a little long for like a preschooler. Right. Hand them a coloring page and have them color while you're reading the story. And then you have the ornament that you can put on the tree together. So she really does. She is a mom. Um, I don't remember how many kids she has, but she's a mm-hmm. farmer's wife um, and she's a homeschool mom. So she knows. Yeah. Like entertaining children and uh, while you're trying to keep Christ at the center of Advent, she has really thought about a lot of different um, corners and possibilities. Now, this is not the copy that we're giving away, but we are giving away a copy of this Yay. in our giveaway. Um, so I'm going to go through that now before we, we have a couple honorable mentions that we're going to fly through. Either ones that we didn't necessarily have anything to show or I kind of thought were like add-ons yes you You know like yeah you could add this on full nativity yeah but it could be a fun right Mm -hmm. so um but if you would like to uh be put into the drawing for unwrapping the greatest gift or the uh advent family devotion devotional um then please go to journeyofruth.com and right there on the home page you can go ahead and put in just your name and your email and that will enter you in for our drawing for these uh, two resources um we will be drawing that um in two weeks so in the middle of november so if you're hearing this afterwards i'm sorry it's closed (laughs) but we have to make sure we get people their resources before december 1st so it can't be too late um so head over to journeyofreath.com and you can um uh enter there but we do have a couple of um honorable mentions that we're going to do real quick here Mm -hmm. and i'm going to do mine and then you can do yours go right ahead okay cool (laughs) so first of all if you are families that are big readers and you guys have um christmas books that you like like children's books or you're always collecting christmas children's books um at the beginning of the season take all your Christmas books and wrap them like a gift and then put them in a box underneath the Christmas tree. And so every night before bed, your kids can go and grab a book and you can um, open it 
and read it as a family. And I know that there are some moms that have been doing this and collecting books over many years. Mm -hmm. And so they'll wait until after Christmas when some of the fun Christmas books go on sale. Nice. And they'll they'll buy two or three new ones to add for next year. And I like that because it's not like you have to buy all the books at once. Correct. And they can be the same books every mm-hmm. year, but you don't know which one you're unwrapping. So right. there's like the fun anticipation there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really neat. So you could do five days this year. If you mm-hmm. have, you know, three books and you want to add two new ones, great. And then work your way up to having 25 Christmas books. Right. I on purpose put my Christmas books away this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always had them just out, but I put them away on purpose so that my kids, it would be like fresh new books when they came out right. at Christmas time this we year. We do that too. And they get so excited when we're pulling the Christmas decorations yeah. out. They're like, oh, remember this book? Uh-huh. Yes. yes, exactly. Exactly. Because kids knew new things. Um, right. Another thing is, this is the reason why this is an honorable mention is it's not actually for the Advent season, but it's for afterwards. You're going to receive uh, Christmas cards in the mail from family and friends. And we had the blessing uh, last year. We kept all of the cards and because I display them around our TV. And then what do you do with them at the end of Christmas? You throw them away. But instead, we kept a pile. And then every night before we went to bed, when we didn't forget, I'll admit it wasn't every night, mm-hmm. right? Fair. <laughs> right? <laughs> but every night before we went to bed, we'd grab one of those Christmas cards and we would pay, pr- pray for the family or the friend that sent us that Christmas card. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool because a lot of them have pictures nowadays. Yes. And so my kids would ask like, oh, who's that? Or, oh, I recognize that kid. Who's that? I'm like, that's their mom. Uh, <laughs> you know, because they only know the kid and not the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to pray. And it was a great way to help my kids focus their prayers on someone else. Not mm-hmm. just on themselves, because they're really good for praying them for themselves. Oh, sure. But to focus on, no, we're going to pray for Lindy and you know, Aspen, and, mm-hmm. or we're going to pray for um, Jack and Levi, or we're going to pray for, you know, like their cousins, it, whoever it was, you yeah. know. And, um, and so that's a fun one for after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then like finally, yeah, over for yeah, like yeah. a Christmas party. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Christmas sleepover, nativity escape room. That'd be fun. Yeah. So that would be cool. Anyway, so that was one idea. And then the last one, um, I just thought was great. Um, some of you I know do the elf on a shelf and more power to you. I think it's really creative. It's really cute. My son keeps um, asking when our elf is going to arrive. Right. I, but for me personally. It's never going right? to arrive. This is me personally. <laughs> I think the elf's a little creepy because he kind oh. of is watching your kids. Like, I'm just lazy. That's the whole idea. No, I, I, I just, I'm a little freaked out by it honestly so again those of you who do that tradition no hate no judgment I just for me it's it's not for me but I saw someone very creatively do the three wise men they just took three little figurines and they did the same idea right creative little things they moved them around the house in search of baby Jesus they'd leave little notes for the kids and so again the idea was waking up and then what what are the wise men up to today so the antics are the same it's just a little bit more Christ focused again no judgment, no hate for the other one. It's just not for me. So um, anyway, that's an idea if you just want to keep it a little bit more towards the nativity. Where so. do you find wise men? I don't know. I don't know if they were like Lego figures, like, right? Cause Is they, there a Lego nativity set? I think so. Oh right? Or you could pull the, what's the one we have? The the little people. Oh, the little people. Right, so you could pull the okay. little people wise men. But if you want like posable ones, you'd probably need to get something. I, you guys be creative. You got this. Like, there you go. If I decide to do it, I'll post pictures. But, you know. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, Leanne, for joining us. You're welcome. This is so fun. My dog is barking. 
I think it's because my husband and my children are home. Oh, we better wrap. But uh, <laughs> please excuse the barking in the background. This is what happens when you podcast at home, people. Okay, so <laughs> thank you for joining us. Um, so we have a question that we ask all of our guests. So I'm going to ask it to oh, you because oh <laughs> you're here. You're my co-host, but you're our guest today. So um, you and I both really have a heart for discipleship. So yes. we know that we are not supposed to live life alone. Correct. So who has helped you along on your spiritual journey? So I would give um, credit and a nod to an older couple who was in our other church. Mm. Um, and they were really into Dave Ramsey and Financial Peace University. And they invited us to come alongside them and teach, facilitate one of these classes with them. And they were just such a neat example of living by faith with their finances, but other things too, because they were an older couple in this younger church that was just all like 20s and 30s. And for whatever reason, this 70-year-old couple just really felt like they need to be right in the mix with all of us. And we (laughs) loved them because they did. I mean, they just did life and they shared their wisdom and they just um, always just had a lot of encouragement for us. And so I just appreciated their mentorship as they kind of walked alongside us and it invited us in, you know, that was part of it was come do this thing with us, come share in this ministry with us. And so they were really important for my husband and I, um, the last couple of years, just being that source for us. So awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you listeners for joining us today. Uh, we hope that you have been inspired to make sure that Christ is the center of your Christmas celebrations and all the links and the, for all of the resources, uh, free or not are going to be on the website. I put together a blog post with pictures of all the resources, um, uh, links, uh, prices, what ages, if you are like, I can't remember what ages I even put that on there. Um, so if you're really looking for a younger age, you can kind of scroll through, Mm -hmm. or if you're looking for older kids, you can find the ones that specifically are are working towards that age group. Um, and there's even a few in there that we couldn't fit today because of time's sake. So there's some resources on there that you might want to look at that we didn't talk about today. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you can find those at journeyruth.com. That's also where you can put your information in to sign up or to be in the drawing for our two free resources that we are giving away. Um, once again, I'm going to just make this right now, November 15th. You need to, that is our cutoff day is November 15th because we want to make sure that you get, we get our winners or resources on time. Um, and so go to journeyruth.com. You can sign up there. You can get all of this information there. Uh, thanks again for joining us and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, like I said, you can find information about all these resources on the website as well as show notes for all episodes, an opportunity to sign up for the podcast newsletter, links to help support the podcast, and information on hiring me to speak at your next event. This week, please come say hi over on Facebook and Instagram, and it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and click subscribe over on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next Tuesday right here on the Journey of Ruth podcast.